Hey guys, Gordon here. I just want to take a second and thank you for downloading our episode, listening to our episodes, sharing our episodes, tagging us on social media and helping us grow our mission. It means everything to me. And from here uh, to continue growing where we're at, please consider throwing us a small donation just to help grow the mission, support the team, support the infrastructure and continue to build the Permafit name. Thank you all so much. We love you. We'll talk to you soon. What is up, guys, and welcome to the Strength of Body and Mind podcast. My name is Gordon Light. I'm going to be your host. Welcome to the show. Now, in this show, we talk about all things fitness and health related so that you can craft a high performance body and mind for continued success and results. This content is totally free, so if you did get value out of it, please go over to iTunes and leave me a rating and review. I would appreciate that so much. Now let's dive right into the show. What is going on, guys? Uh, today is Wednesday. It's a nice sunny Wednesday outside. And um, I've been thinking about something. And this is something that just comes up a lot. Just like everything I talk about here, these are things that come up a lot, which is really how I get the ideas for some of this stuff of what to talk about is what I hear in conversations when I talk to people and what I hear mainly that holds people back from being able to be successful, okay? Because naturally a person in my situation, in my position with what I'm doing, I talk to a lot of people about fitness. It's all day, every day, not just fitness, not just weightlifting, not just lifting weights, not just um, eating for, for certain goals, whatever. It's, it's everything, okay? It's everything. And in those conversations, I have heard it all. I've heard everything, every reason why something won't work for a certain person or why this thing hasn't worked or it worked for a little while, but then all of a sudden it stopped working or whatever. All these reasons, all these excuses, all this rationale uh, as to why things work or don't work. Okay. And one of the things that I've heard a lot recently that I'm big on, by the way, this is something that I constantly work on on myself also, um, as well as my clients. Like this is a staple piece. Uh, and it's born out of the second pillar. And it's your headspace. Okay? It's your headspace. So what does your headspace look like? Right? And when I say headspace, what I'm really talking about is I mean obviously headspace, but what I'm really talking about is your mindset. Right? Because in your headspace it can be filled with a bunch of different stuff. Right? You're always going to have distractions. You're always going to have your family stuff going on or your your social life or your work or whatever you've got going on in your life, like that's going to always occupy a piece of your headspace, a section of your headspace, right? But then there's other parts of your headspace, other, other quadrants, if you will, of your headspace that you will constantly fill with things and then empty and fill with things and then empty. And it's really like your active thoughts. Like what are you thinking about and what do you feel when you think about those things? Okay, now for some of you, this is brand new. Just even thinking about the stuff I'm talking about is brand new. So stay with me, right? Uh, try, to, try to wrap your mind around this. Headspace, what I'm talking about, again, is sections of your, your thinking, your active thinking brain, basically, your brain space of like what is going on in your brain, what are you thinking about, and then what do you feel when you think about those things? And this is like the revolving cycle of things that you're constantly thinking about in and out, in and out, in and out during the day. So 
when it comes to fitness, when it comes to health, when it comes to weight loss, what is in your mind, what is in your headspace regarding those things, all right? More specifically, how do you feel and what do you think when you think about your life 20, 30, 40, 50 years from now, right? Just picture, what, what, do, you, what do you feel when you think about those things? What do you feel and what do you think when you think about that point in your life? So if you're 30 years old right now, so picture yourself at 70, right? What do you feel when you picture your life at 70? Okay, now let's take it to the next level. What do you think and what do you feel about the actions that you take every single day now and the actions that you've taken for the last two, three, five, ten 10 years uh, in relation to that, All right? So think about the actions you take every single day now. How active are you? How much do you move your body? What do you eat? How much do you eat? When do you eat? Um, how do you take care of yourself? And I don't mean just like brushing your teeth and taking a shower once a day. Like that's like general hygiene. I'm talking about really taking care of your body and really taking care of all your ligaments and your muscles and everything. All of your actions that you take every single day now and for the past few years, do they map directly to that person that you see 20, 30, 40, 50 years from now in your mind? Right? Where is your headspace around this whole thing? Again, picture yourself in the future. Right? Just take a second. Picture yourself in the future. If you're 30 now, picture yourself at 70. If you're 40, picture it doesn't matter. Just picture yourself in the future. Do your actions map to that? Do your actions map to that? And a lot of people, when I ask them this question or when I pull this thread a little bit, I ask them, where do you see yourself in 30 or 40 years? Like not in your career or stuff like that. I'm listening in general, in life. And a lot of times it's stuff like, oh, I see myself, I'm going to be a grandparent. I'm going to have a few grandkids probably. Um, I want to be able to travel. I want to be able to, to take my grandson fishing. I want to be able to teach him how to play baseball. I want to be able to do this and that and all these things, right? There's the, the list is very long. The things that people want to do in the future is very long, <laughs> almost always. And so that's great. Awesome. So now we have a list. Now we have something we can work with. So where are your actions at today? That map to that okay because if we don't stay elastic very long okay our body naturally has some elasticity you know we can bounce back from injuries relatively quickly without a lot of conditioning when we're young but as we get a little bit older those things change right those things change you don't you don't spring back from injury anymore if you don't have any muscle mass on your body and you experience a, a collision or a fall or something you know your chances of recovering from that quickly are a lot lower than if you had spent a lot of time working out and, and really taking care of your body and keeping that flexibility and stuff like that. So how do you think that that happens over the next 10, 20, 30, 40 years? Okay, because if you're not taking care of yourself now, I can assure you that in 30 or 40 years, you will not be doing all those things that you would like to do, that you talk about wanting to do, right? And I, I'll say this to people when I, when I tell them that, I'll say, well, you know, what are you doing now? to make sure that all those things, all those ambitions that you have for when you're older with your grandkids and all that stuff, uh, what are you doing now to make sure that that is a realistic scenario for you in the future? And usually it's a, it's a, it's a light bulb that goes off and they say, well, you know, now that you say it, nothing really. I mean, I try to eat healthy. And then they start pulling up a lot of, um, a lot of excuse type responses as if they need to validate something with me. And it's, it's, it's not like that. I'm not trying to, to make them feel bad about their decisions. What I'm really trying to do is uncover some truth 
and make them realize that maybe the way that they have been spending their time doesn't map to their actions and maybe it's time that they make a change because that's what it's all about. Most of the time people think that they're doing what they need to be doing to, and, and they're just gonna naturally have that future out in the distance that they want and they just don't even take it to the next level to think, well, maybe I'm not doing enough or maybe I'm doing a little bit but I need to be doing more or maybe I'm doing nothing at all and I really need to change my shit and really dive all in here and really turn things around before it gets to, before it's too late. And that's what I'm talking about. So in your mind space right now, in your head space, right, your future that you absolutely want to live out, whatever that means for you, are you doing what you need to do now to make sure that happens? I can assure you that there's at least one or two things minimum that's minimum that you're not doing that you should be doing in order to make sure that stuff happens. All right. I can almost assure you. And the reason for that is because nobody's perfect. Nobody has it all 100% together. No one. Right. So, um, born out of this whole thing is people's natural comfort zone, right? Everyone has a comfort zone. Every single person, even the most high achieving, high performing people in the world, professionally, academically, athletically, it doesn't matter. Everyone has a comfort zone, okay? You see it all the time, even at the highest levels. An example would be if you watch uh, like the playoffs in any sport, right? Or, or those games leading up to the playoffs. You always have that one or two, those one or two athletes that are sandbagging a little bit. You know, they don't show up mentally to the day. So they're still going to outperform me or you or anyone else off the street, but they're one step behind or one stride behind, not because they don't have the athletic prowess, it's because they just aren't there pushing themselves. That's their headspace, right? That's their comfort zone. They're staying in their comfort zone and they're not pushing themselves. That's an example. Um, same thing happens with investors, believe it or not, and people who are wildly successful in business. They get into a comfort zone and their comfort zone might be $10 million a month in revenue. And that might sound crazy to you, right? If you don't own a big business like that, you're not doing tons and tons of revenue, but that, that is a comfort zone thing for them and they can't stretch themselves to 20 or $30 million a month or whatever it is, right? They can't find themselves a way to two or three or five X what they're doing. Meaning while it's out there for them, they could grow, they could scale, but they're in their comfort zone. They know exactly what they need to do and they're comfortable doing exactly what they need to do to stay exactly where they're at. Cool, right? Now we know, right? Now you know, hopefully, that that's, that's something that everyone experiences. It happens with, with people who are in fitness. A lot of people experience this and maybe you know someone who's done this. They lost 20 or 30 or 40 pounds and their real big picture goal was to lose 70 or 80 but they lost 20, 30, or 40, they got themselves down to a weight that is, that is comfortable, right? They feel better. They got the attention of all their friends and family. Everyone was so impressed and all that stuff. And so they kept doing the same thing to, to stay where they were at. And they didn't push themselves through that next plateau, that next phase in order to go to that next level. That is an example, a prime example. And I see this all the time in my, in my field, in my, in my industry, my space. Uh, of people who, who are trying to go through this, this fitness transformation of some type, they get to a point like that and then they stay comfortable because they know what it takes. A lot of times they get coached through that first phase and then they drop the coach, they drop the trainer, 
and they say, you know what, I know what to do, I'm good, I don't need any support anymore, I got this, and then they literally stay the same for the next 10 years, five years, four years, whatever, and then eventually they creep back to where they were before they even started. And it's because they aren't focused on continuous improvement. All of this, guys, goes back to continuous improvement and continuous development. And I'm gonna be the first person to tell you, this is not a sexy thing to hear, but it's the truth. Continuous improvement becomes more important every year that you, you, you age. It's the truth, right? Continuous improvement becomes more important every year that you age. So every year older that you get, you need to put more emphasis on making sure that you're continuing to improve. And I'm not talking about lifting more weights, losing more fat. I'm talking about continuously improving, continuing to optimize the little details, right? Those little things are what make the long game possible and the long game something that you can sustain and something that you can keep consistent for year after year after year after year, right? And, and all of that, guys, all of that whole continuous development stuff, like all of that comes back to what's in your headspace. What is in your headspace? So if you remember from my previous stuff, I talk about these three pillars all the time. Three pillars. There's three pillars to success in fitness and health. One of them, the first one, is strategy. Strategy is how you work out, when you work out, what you work out, how is that relevant to your goal, all that stuff, and how do you eat? What is your nutrition? How, when, and how often do you eat? What do you eat? Like that's the strategy stuff. Okay, that's the actual tactical like thing you're doing, the actionable thing you're doing that day to move your body closer to your goal. Great. The second one is mindset. Talk about that more in a second, but the third one is accountability. Okay? And accountability, everyone knows what that means. It's someone who's going to push you and pull you and steer you and hold your hand a little bit and poke you when you need it uh, to keep you on track, to keep you executing on that strategy, right? That's the third one is accountability. So just think about those for a second. Strategy and accountability. If you had the best strategy in the world and you had the best accountability partner in the world, right? Like the, the number one coach or trainer in the world. Um, not tooting horns or anything, just saying. Uh, but if you had those two things, right, and, and all of that was going great for a while, um, if you didn't have the second pillar, which I'll talk about in a second, mindset, then none of that is going to matter. The accountability isn't going to matter, and the strategy isn't going to matter. Those things are so incredibly important, but the mindset piece is what makes all of that possible, which is your headspace, your mindset. And there's so many aspects and sub layers to mindset but this particular one i'm talking about is your headspace what do you occupy your headspace with and what do you force out of your headspace and what thoughts and emotions do you have when you think about things in your fitness and in your health because if you want to live that long lifestyle of health that long life of health and fitness in order to do that you need to take control over your headspace so you need to not allow anxiety and not allow as much fear and not allow as much overwhelm to take over and the what ifs and the buts, right? Uh, and what I'm really talking about is like, you know, people get going on this, this journey and they, they start to do something and it's great. They start taking action. That's great. And then they start having these what ifs or the buts and they start saying, well, I'm going to do this, but this might happen. Or they say, I'm gonna go and I'm going to work out this morning before work, but what if, <laughs> what if I get there and then there's someone on the machine that I wanna use? 
right? That's, that's a real, actual, live example of something that someone has said to me before. What if I get there? What if I get to the gym and someone looks at me? What if I get to the gym and there's people on all the machines I wanna use? What if I get to the gym and I don't know how to do, uh, I don't know where they keep this, I'm, I'm traveling. I found the gym, I'm traveling, I need to go to this gym, it's gonna be cool, but what if I get there and I can't find where they keep the, the, the yoga mats so that I can do crunches? Right? It's just, just like you can make up as many excuses and like little things in your mind, but the majority of the time, guys, they're not real. And when it comes to weight loss, people say the same thing. They say, well, I want to I wanna lose 30 pounds, but I don't want to have to give up uh, drinking beer every night. Okay, you know, <laughs> but do you actually drink beer every night? And what would be the worst thing that would happen if you gave up drinking beer every night and only had beer one night or something like that? Um, and, and a lot of times it's just overwhelm and anxiety and stuff based around thoughts and fears that people manifest and they manufacture on their own. And, um, and that's, that's all defense mechanisms, guys. Those are all defense mechanisms that we create in our mind. And this is just like one little piece of the mindset thing that I just, I find it incredibly fascinating because I've lived it, right? I've experienced it. Um, and I, and I'm a firm believer that if you're not constantly, looking to improve that and constantly refining how you think about things and what you fill your brain space with and what your mindset looks like, that you eventually you're going to hit a roadblock that you can't get past. Because the mindset thing isn't something, it's not a one and done, and it's certainly not an overnight thing. When you are trying to culture and nurture a mindset of development and a mindset of growth and a mindset of success and a mindset of, of living this whole lifestyle of, of being healthy and having a, a you know, being fit, that's not something that happens quickly. It's something that takes continuous refining over time. Just like your body takes continuous refining and development over time to make sure that it continues to stay healthy and continues to stay flexible and that you continue to have energy and stuff like that, your mind requires those too, okay? If you don't spend time working on your mindset, you're not gonna die, but what's gonna happen is you're going to get further and further and further away from that mindset that you needed to actually achieve the, the fitness and health results that you wanted, you're gonna get so far away, you're gonna get sucked into this comfort zone that you're never gonna be able to get out of. And that's the thing that I fear for uh, most people about, is that thing, is, is, is just getting so far away from what it, um, all of the amazing health benefits, mentally, of having the mindset of growth and the mindset of development is uh, my fear is that people get away from that so much that they get complacent to the point where they can't snap out of it and uh, or they don't want to, they choose not to. And then ultimately that leads to a much bigger problem, which is years and years and years of bad decision-making or um, you know not, not optimal decision-making and then becoming an influence to people around them, sometimes their kids, sometimes their friends and family, that is a not positive, you know, it's a negative influence. And I've seen that over and over and over again. You probably have to, and a lot of that, guys, comes back to what is in your headspace. You have total control over what is in your headspace. Stuff's gonna come in. Unwanted things are gonna come into your headspace, but you have control over pushing that shit out over of pushing that stuff out of your mind. You, you definitely do, all right? Everyone gets anxious, everyone gets overwhelmed, everyone gets stressed out a little bit, okay? Even the most calm, zen people in the world get all those things. But the, the superpower that they have, 
that they built over time that you can build too, is that they can control how long it stays there and they can choose to push that out of their brain space and out of their head space. You can totally do that. And that's a skill. Okay. It's a skill just like anything else. It needs built over time. So, um, the second pillar, this mindset pillar that I'm talking about, this is something that I put a lot of emphasis on with my clients. Cause a lot of times I start working with someone and they exhibit all those things I just talked about. And we need to work to get them past some of that stuff and really build that strong, um, development based and growth minded mindset and growth minded way of thinking. And, um, if that's something that you're struggling with, and I'm pretty sure a lot of people are, I mean, it's something that I work on every single day. If that's something that you're struggling with and that you feel is the thing that's holding you back, then I recommend you do this. I recommend that you work on that. I recommend that you think about that. And if you don't know exactly what to do to try to think about that, and you, you know, maybe you've meditated a few times, maybe you've tried to disconnect yourself and just do some, um, some mindfulness techniques, which are great, by the way. I would go Google mindfulness if you're not familiar with it. It's an old school psychology mindset um, practice of just kind of like getting yourself into that, that open mind state and taking control of that area in your mind, in your head. But if you haven't done that yet, or if you have done that and it's, it's not working and it's, you still can't seem to wrap your mind around, you know, how do I get myself into this mode where I'm actually executing every single day and I'm going to the gym a few days a week and I'm doing all the right things and I'm, I'm eating the right stuff and I'm, you know, I'm, I'm doing all this thing, these things and you can't get yourself into that spot, into that rhythm, into that groove where those things are happening and working for you. And even if you do, those things aren't working for you correctly. They're not actually getting you the result. Then obviously there's some holes. There's some things that need tweaked. There's some things that need adjusted. That's very normal. I see it all the time, all the time in almost everybody. And if that's you guys, maybe it is only one or two tweaks that you need to make. Chances are it is. For most people, it's like one or two tweaks. And then a few weeks later, it's one or two more tweaks. And then a few weeks later, it's one or two more tweaks. And then before you know it, you're firing on all cylinders. Everything is great and you're making tremendous results, right? You're achieving tremendous results. And if that's you, if you want that type of outcome and you think you've got it all figured out, but it's still not working, then I invite you to jump on a call with me. Okay, it's a totally free call. These are breakthrough calls. Um, you can do this by going over to gordonalight.com. I will put the link down below. And on that page, you'll see nothing but my calendar. So just go ahead and pick a time on my calendar that works for you and I will call you at that time. And on that call, we will go over exactly what's working, exactly what's not working. And we'll put our heads together and figure out exactly what you need to do to go from where you're at now to where you want to go, right? From where you're at now to where you want to go based on your goal, the specific, very detailed thing that you want to achieve. So again, if you would like to jump on a free call with me to do that, go over to gordonalight.com. And again, I'll put that link below. And uh, that's going to do it, guys. Remember, you have total control over your headspace. Total control of your headspace. It's not easy, okay, but it's very, very simple. There's nothing more simple on the planet, I promise you. Um, but it's not easy. It's something that you need to work at, something you need to build the skill set of being able to do, all right, which is monitor and manage your headspace, okay? Uh, so that's going to do it, guys. Thank you so much. And uh, if this resonated with you, please let me know, either in a link below 
Um, give me some likes or some hearts or send me a message on here on Facebook. I'd appreciate that. And I uh, will talk to you guys later. Take care. Bye.